0: Good to be with you all today. It's nice to be in a big church like this. I know back in 1984, the bishop asked me to come out here and be the pastor of St. Margaret of York Church. And so the first Sunday Mass I had was at J.F. Burns Elementary School. And our altar was a, um, a portable bar, one of the guys. We put a white cloth on it so nobody could see that. and. Uh, and then I sat down in the chair, and up above me was the basketball hoop. So it's a very uh, edifying place to have mass. But that was church. And now here today, we're celebrating the same mass, only in a more outstanding uh, place, to say the least. And uh, so thanks for building the place, by the way. Yeah. So uh, you come a long way. But it's the same mass. And you, know, you can have mass in the Basilica in Rome. You go to a cathedral, I have a mass there. Over in Iraq, the soldiers were have mass on the hood of a jeep. You know, it, it, all, every place. And the, it was down in the jungle of Brazil one time. We had mass out there. And so wherever you go in the world, there's a Catholic mass being offered, called the Eucharist, called the Sacrifice of Mass, whatever you want to call it. But it's, it's that presence of Christ in our, in our, Christ is present among us. And so it's a very, really a big thing. So it all started with Jesus. You say, you, you mean that Christ is really present here? And in the Eucharist, it's bread and wine? Yeah, he really is. That's the truth. And that's for our Lord in the gospel. That's why it's good to remind ourselves of that, because we don't hardly believe that. It says, I'm the living bread come down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. The bread I give is my flesh for the life of the world. And the Jews quarreled about that. They said, Oh, no, no, that's a little too tough. We can't handle that for cried out loud. And so, so for us, what we do, we kind of Maybe we pass it over. We kind of think, well, that's true, but, you know, yeah, okay. When we come to Mass, like today, we gather here, and the first thing we do, we, um, we pray and we listen to the Word, listen to our Lord's Word, what He says to us. And then the second thing we do, we offer ourselves, together with Christ, we offer ourselves to God the Father. And then the third thing that happens, we receive Jesus in, Jesus in Holy Communion. Christ actually becomes part of us. We're also conscious of food nowadays. Eat this, be healthy, eat that should be healthy, eat that should be bad. It's really what we eat is, be, is what, who we are, really, becomes part of our being. So when we take Christ within us, the Eucharist, the bread and the wine, that becomes part of us. Where is it? Well, it's, it's every part of us. We are Christ, really. We are Christians. We actually carry Christ with us. But I think... Um, Maybe St. Thomas Aquinas, he wrote a prayer one time about the Eucharist, what we do here every week and every day, really, throughout the world. And here's what his prayer was. This is it. You may be familiar with it. O sacred banquet in which Christ is received, the memory of his passion renewed, our souls filled with grace, the pledge of eternal life is given to us. That's what it's all about. So it's kind of overwhelming, I think. So what we do, we get routine. Well, it's like something I do, and I come, and I act kind of holy, and receive kind of holy, but I don't think about that a whole lot, because it scares me. Christ is with me, Christ is actually living in me, and that's kind of scary. I remember an old priest, of course I'm an old priest now, but when I was a younger guy, uh, this priest um, was a mass servant, and uh, there's a guy who always left Mass early. In those days, that never happened. But so um, he said to the server, have an acolyte, have one of those candles lit. And when that guy gets up after communion, he starts walking out the door. You walk out there with him. <laughs> and, and the priest's idea was to remind the guy that when he's walking, Christ is walking with him. He is the light of the world going out with him, you know. And uh, it's kind of a bad way of doing it, maybe, but that's what he did to remind ourselves and remind his man who's leaving Mass early, that Christ actually is going with him, even though he's leaving a little early. There's a story told about um, a young man. This young man uh, asked his dad, he going to buy a car, so he asked his dad for $5,000. And his father said, well, I have to think about that. And so um, the son came back, about a week, and the father gave him a Bible. And he was expecting $5,000. He gives him a Bible. And so the kid, you know, discouraged like crazy and didn't say a whole lot, but just left. And went home and went to his apartment and just threw the Bible down. And, and you know, months go by and he's kind of still stewing about that whole thing. And at one time he, he gets through, he's kind of, everything's going bad in his life. And so he picks up the Bible to read it just to kind of get some inspiration, something in there he could read and be meaningful to him. He opens up the Bible, and lo and behold, in the Bible, is a check signed by his father, made out to him for $5,000. The kid had the $5,000 all the time, right in his possession, right in the book. It was right there the whole time. He never knew it. Never paid any attention to it. I think that's like you and me. I think we have Christ with us. It's in the book. It's in us. Christ is in us. And we don't realize it. Don't realize the gift we have that God has given us. It's a gift. So we enjoy it. Don't pressure yourself into feeling different than you are. You're Christ. Christ chose you as you are, as good as you are, as bad as you are. He chose you as you are to be with you. To be with you. With me, too, believe it or not. When we leave here, he's with us. As Thomas Aquinas said, O sacred banquet in which Christ is received, the memory of his passion renewed, our souls are filled with grace, and the pledge of eternal life is given to us.